Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Back to the Carmen and Yurko Show on ESPN Chicago. Brought to us by Miller Lite. This is the football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings in Plainfield. A football feast. We've got a few of these left here for 2023 and uh, 2024. Week 15 as the Bears going on the road to take on the Browns as a three-point underdog. Yurko's going to give you his keys in about 15 minutes. I am? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. I mean, everybody knows what the keys to a Bears victory are now. Uh, they play, only play one certain ball. way. Yeah, they only play one certain way. Don't ruin it. No, sorry. Don't ruin it. Everybody knows, but don't ruin it. You already said everybody knows. Well, they do, because if you've got eyes, you understand what happens here with a Bears victory. In the least surprising news ever, uh, Brandon Staley has been fired. So that's uh, three coaches and counting, Raiders and Panthers and Chargers, oh my. And there are going to be others, you know, potentially Washington. Maybe the Bears, maybe not. Let's Let's see how this goes. If this keeps trending positively, then the Bears won't be one of those openings, uh, or at least some likely so we'll yeah. see uh where else could we be potentially looking at a coaching change here uh, new england new england maybe they're talking about new england uh things aren't going at- well out there atlanta uh art arthur smith arthur smith yeah and you know at that point they you wanna... haven't gotten the quarterback position right no they have not right they they tried with matt desmond ritter go. yeah matt matt ryan they let go and they said we're gonna go young uh, they've got the the wide receiver. They got the running back. They got the tight end, but it doesn't. It's not all coming together. They don't. It's not coming together right now. They don't so. use him properly. The quarterback's probably not the right man for the job, and that makes it hard. I love Arthur Smith too. You know, he's uh, he's uh, yeah. Take take a Miller Light, of course. Uh, come on, Cicero Joe. Anybody? Oh, come on, uh, Cicero Joe that. can take a Miller Light. Oh, I didn't know. He, I thought he was asking me if I wanted to do a shot. And I no, said, no, no, no. He sees we got I, beers. I got earphones on. And he comes up to me with his fingers like this. He'll hey, do a, listen, he'll do a shot listen, with you, too. He's got his fingers like this. What do you think that's the international sign for? I don't know. Let's, let's do a baby one, a little one. I'm not one. sure. Let's do a baby one. Oh. I know what that's a sign for you for. Yeah, I mean, geez, hey. man. At full-fledged, well, what does Carmen look like <laughs> right here? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was asking for a little Miller Lite. Yeah, so we got him We got him Take what you need. Come get an ice-cold Miller Lite. We're at Buffalo Wild. Carm, let me look at the standings um, to see what the damage is. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to think what other teams, man. So, we've got three for sure. We mentioned Washington. Right, May, we mentioned yeah. maybe New England. Yeah. That's going to be weird, man. Can you ever imagine them getting rid of Belichick? I mean, Salah's not going anywhere. Salah's not going anywhere. And then we right, had Atlanta. So, no, so we've no got no maybe six. All right. Maybe the Bears? Nobody in the NFC. Hold on. Nobody in the AFC North. I'm coming down the rest of the way. Right? Except maybe Tomlin. Nah, Tomlin, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. It's out there, though, Carm. Tomlin might be at risk. You know how much I love him. Boy, it's... I think he's absolutely fantastic. They've lost two games in a row after being 7-4. and four. I'm just saying, I hear it out there. Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. That could be. That's a possibility. I, I think Vrabel gets gobbled up quickly. I think Vrabel's a pretty good coach. Yeah, I think he is. But he got caught in that. We believed in Tannehill. Well, he thing. got caught, and we're going to pay Ryan caught, Tannehill. Yeah, we're, yes. we're gonna, we believe in Tannehill. Uh, he's gone. The Raiders aren't firing anybody. Denver's got. Well, no, the Raiders. Did, I mean, I don't know if Antonio Pierce right. is getting that job. I don't know, but I got you. So that's the opening too. 
Um, no, no. And the commanders are going to fire somebody? Yes. I would think so. Nobody in the NFC North, unless it's Eberflus. You know that already. That would be the only one. Well, Carolina's already fired their coach. Is nothing happening with Dennis Allen down mm, in, that's, in New that, Orleans? That's I put on the maybe. Arthur Smith. And then who do we have at Tampa? Todd Bowles. Six and seven. They're in first. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for anybody to argue with his, the first I mean, place but, Tampa but, Bay Buccaneers, one game under 500. we We've got a list of maybe n- nine. You know, if you if you think the Bears have done enough and Eberflus has done enough, you take Eberflus off, you've got a list of eight. <coughs> I mean, and it's it's always a lot of guys. How long does It Pete, could be as high as a quarter of the league, if not slightly higher this time. How long does Pete Carroll survive? Hmm. I mean, you know, they got Geno Smith, and they made a commitment to Geno Smith. They're six and seven this year. They've lost four. They're one and four in their division. Yeah, you got. You know, but he is the old. You know, he's the guy that's been around as long as anybody goat. else. Yeah. yeah. So I think oh that's my God, it. In terms of tenure at this point, I mean, is he second most behind Belichick? Right. Behind Bel- uh, John Harbaugh. Oh, oh yeah, prob- probably. I'm sorry, Harbaugh Tomlin. Right. It's got to be Belichick, Harbaugh Tomlin, and then Carroll, I guess. Right. right. And then uh, the Andy Reid's been there for what? Uh, eleven he, years now. Yeah, he's probably been in now. Philly for about. Uh, I'm sorry, he's probably been in Casey about ten, Le- 10 or eleven. Yeah, he's 10 fifth. Or 11 years. He's fifth. Yeah. Okay, so we have him right. We got the top five. Yeah, yeah. And that's something. Tim Carroll's third. Right. I mean, that's uh, four. I'm sorry, fourth. Yeah, that's because he's been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, like but 2010. I, I don't. You know, the, the, the team's got to. There's got to be a viable option, somebody out there that you've identified that's absolutely phenomenal. Right. And you love Ben Johnson, and you yep. think he's fantastic. I People do. Are keep clamoring for Eric Bieniemy because he's never gotten a chance and an opportunity. Um, after that, who are your offensive gurus that are out there? I mean, Shane Waldron, I think, will get some looks. Um, there are plenty of people. There are young Shanahan, McVay guys, I'm sure, that are out there. Somebody with McDaniel now. That How are, about that Ben Johnson train? Is that still running, or is well, that yeah. tapered oh, yeah. off a little bit? No, no that's the first name we, we got. That, we, we threw Ben Johnson in there. Besides Johnson and Bianami. He's the number one. He's going right. to be the number one guy. Right. Well, like Harbaugh, if he decides to leave, would be, be number one. But, like, Ben Johnson's going to be the most solid. A little, little bit of the luster has, has come off the Lions, though, no? I think they bounce back this weekend. I think they got a good path against that Broncos defense. Yeah, I, I don't think they were ever going to finish 16-1. and one. No, and I still you think know, their offense, when you watch it, it's still, it puts teams in conflict. Right. He still does clever, creative things, and he puts teams in conflict. But the limitations of your quarterback sometimes get you, too. And that's true. And there are limitations it's there. It's very true, but it's what I like about Ben Johnson. He has put together a dynamic offense, with a quarterback that Yurko and I were never that high on, I think he's made Jared Goff better than I ever thought he would be. And his his offense is just it plays with a sharpness. It it, it it's I, I just I like it. I like the way it looks. Uh, and yeah, we've seen a little bit of a dip here. We certainly saw a big dip in the second half at Soldier Field last week. I get it, but I still think there's a lot to like about him. And like I said, there's going to be teams are going to continue to circle. Uh, you know, like the the the, 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 the vultures are circling. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, they want to pick off those right. disciples. You know, based off of 
You look at McDaniel's success or, yeah. or, or at uh, some O'Connell's point, success though, in Minnesota. At some point, you'll get to the Matt Nagy of the staff, though. Well, that's very true. You're going to get to the guy in the staff that was just kind of a guy that, that was there. That's very sat true. Sat around in the meeting rooms, kind of listened to a lot, but never said anything because yeah. he had nothing to contribute. Yeah. So you got to be careful when you get down the list to the guy that's Matt Nagy. That's very true. And that coaching how do you, staff. How do you protect yourself? Uh, yeah, like falling in love with the wrong, per- right? Yeah, I, the wrong person. I get it. Yeah. It's Dave a hard Tobe, thing. To me, I still don't understand how Dave Tobe never got a head coach. Because it's job. special teams guys. Get John Harbaugh was a special teams guy, right? No, but there's not a ton. Ditka was obviously. Harbaugh was. But how many are there that are, how many a ton, how many head coaches, you know, have been, come from successful, you know, their background was as a successful special teams coordinator. I feel like it doesn't happen as often. And most guys start in the special teams, then they dip over to the offense or the defense, and then nobody ever remembers the fact that they coach special teams for a little while. Yeah. Eddie's on the north side on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and York. What's going on, Eddie? Hey, guys. I remember uh, arguing with Shay at the beginning of the year. I go, what do you think? i take a stab at this Brock Purdy MVP at, like, I don't know, 25 or 50 oh, to 1. Probably 100. Like, oh, probably a hundred, probably a hundred to 1. Yeah, well, he was somewhere around 50. And it's not only of how he's playing, but coming back from that horrific injury. And every time I heard reports, it's like, oh, he's not going to be ready for the year. He's not going to be ready for the year. And here he is and doing what he's doing. I, I think he should be the number one pick at, you know, uh, 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 Prescott. He, he's. We almost uh, think he's going to do this every year. You know, he's got a great team around him, and so does Brock Purdy. Yes, he but does. this other thing, a great article I was reading about this Armstrong guy, you know, the bicycle guy, he says in his interview, this steroid EPO only lasts in your body for four and a half hours. So he said he used to take it, and by the, the end of the race when he would get tested, you wouldn't be tested for it. So I, it's a pretty shocker. I know you guys should read it. So it's like on right. a Yahoo article. I was like shocked uh-huh. about it. All right, thanks, Eddie. What a what a pivot there. Yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott to, to Lance Armstrong. I know, I know. I'm just sitting here waiting, so I was, you know going through hey. some stocks and all right. looking at prices and stuff. Thanks, but, uh, Eddie. See you, buddy. All right, guys. Great show. All right, brother. All right, Eddie. Yeah, I was like, was he saying the quarterback should take an EPO? I, I, I don't. That's know. why I was, I was looking What's for the EPO, uh, that, some sort of thing. I mean, you could take a look at. I know it. what EPA is. Yeah, so do I. EPO. Expected points added. Yeah, EPO has got to be some sort of fancy little drug out there—a blood something or another, a pumper, know, if you will. I have no idea. EPO. What do you got? You're, oh, it's the European Patent Office. Yeah, of that's what it says yeah. right here. Yeah. Where I don't see anything. A red blood cell boosting hormone. Mm. Uh, Armstrong mentions was erith, uh, erythrop. I don't Let me know. See the word. Much well, that's that's why I just handed it to you because I don't know how to word. say it either. I'm so. looking at it. I'm like, what in the hell? Erythropoietin. It looks like it looks like Ethiopian to me. It looks like it looks like ethrop ethrop. Piatine? What the hell? Yeah, either way, tell them what it does. Tell them what it does. It's a red blood cell boosting hormone that increases oxygen transportation throughout the body, thereby improving aerobic performance. Right. Performance over the long period of time. 
erythropoietin or something, it looks like. I don't know. The doctors would know. Like, Blood Every- doping and EPO, Carmen. Go, That's what I have. Here it is right here. Yeah. Uh, too bad they don't yeah, I, I thought that, pronounce I thought Eddie was trying to say the name, like Brock Purdy's on Right. Who's on EPO. what? EPO. I got you. Uh, and, and old uh, one-nut, Lance uh, Armstrong, Leave that guy, to, he doesn't. Uh, Leave it to Eddie. That he funny. doesn't mind. You know, live strong, Carm. Live strong, baby. Live strong on EPO, baby. Let's go to Joe in Elk Grove on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and York. What up, Joe? What's up, guys? How What's are you, up? brother? What's happening? I'm doing fine. Hey, just tell them to take a blue chew. They'll be fine. That's yeah, all I'm you need. Exactly. You. You, want a little, you need a little boost, you take a blue chew. All the energy in the world right there. I got a question for Yurk. Hey, Yurko, um, what determines an actual uh, um, a good offensive coach? Is it a good coach with, with bad players that are playing well or a, uh, um, a good coach with good players? Like, for an example, Patrick Mahomes. Does it matter what offensive coach he has? He's still going to perform the same way. Is that correct? What makes uh, a I'll good coach? Kind of, just, go okay. ahead. Sorry. What makes a good coach simply is taking the players that you have and getting the absolute maximum out of them to get them to perform at their best levels, whatever their levels will be. Some guys can give you more. Some guys can't give you as much. But to understand what their strengths and their limitations are and put these players in a position where they can be successful. That's what a great coach does. He's got to have an understanding of what, what, what his guys can and can't do and then what they can do, ask them and, and formulate something and put something together that brings out the best of their players. That's what they do. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, is it just Andy Reid that does it? Well, Andy Reid's got a pretty damn good system. I think it helps that he ended up with Andy. Right. But I think Mahomes hurt. would have been great no I think what. Mahomes would be a very successful quarterback in this league. Uh, but we've seen bad coaches take people down and – and trust me, if he didn't go, if he didn't land like in Kansas City, and he landed some place else, he may not be the guy that has been to AFC Championship games and has been to the Super Bowl a number of times. It's always a good debate. So, we'll never know. Right? He got lucky, but that's what a good coach does: maximizes what his players have and what they can get. You know what he can get out of them. And you can't ask a guy that can't do something to do it. And when it fails, you're wondering why the hell it failed. Well, it failed because this guy can't do that. Mm-hmm. And why are you asking him to do it? So that's what makes a good coach. Get the best out of your players. All right, coming up next, Yurko has the keys to the game. We're giving away. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings in Plainfield. Come by and see us. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. The Friday football feast continues on the Carmen and Yurko Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Plainfield. If you are with us, you can still see the show on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Jerk, well, I got like a Fresno chili or something. In that yeah, house. you got a hot one. Oh, man. They're on there, too, Ashpet, brother. Ashpet, Ashpet. Yeah. They're on there. You got a red one or a green one? The red one. Yeah, the red one. So, the hello, red ones, I think, are, are the Fresnos. Right. Yeah. Oh, they'll smack you in the head. Oh, my God. They already did to me earlier today. I had everybody bringing me towelettes. I must have had a mess on my face. Yeah, you did. Did I? Well, I'm glad I got it out. I used some ice, rubbed it together in the hands, made some water. Right, Carm? You melt ice, you get water, right? Yes. And wash my face off, wash my hands off. Melt ice, get water. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. uh, Mr. Science. Just in case you never know. Bill Nye, the science guy. Thank you. Uh, What were the kids that were joking about Yurko the other day? Your kids? Your boys or the boys? No, my kids. You're two. 
Oh, Avi, Avi, and Sean. Uh, they were talking about at uh, the Wolves game. They were uh, oh. remembering when you had the mustard all over your shirts yeah. and you had to buy the new shirts. Yeah, I love the stuff they remember. Yeah, I don't know how it came up. Somehow that I don't remember what those two listen circumstance was, but Avi yeah. was saying, "Remember when Yurko had mustard all over his shirt?" I was like, "I remember." The amount of energy your kids have, right? Uh, they're nine and eleven. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, they're all over the place. Uh-huh. They're just they're just like little rocket ships. Yeah. I go, can you guys sit down for no. a second, for a half second? No. And they're irritating. Especially Gio. Then they're irritating the hell out of each other. They, all they do That's is irritate the hell All they do is irritate other. the hell out of each it other. It never ends. You know what I'd make them do, Carm? I know uh, some guys have been asking for parenting advice. Yeah. Okay. The keys to parenting before the keys of the game. Go ahead. You don't allow them to spend, you don't allow them to spend time with each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. No, you separate them. If you guys can't get along, this way over here, sit there for a couple hours and read a book. You over there, no phones, no nothing. You bring out My Red Pony by John Steinbeck, right? I'm telling you. Bring out a couple of Steinbecks and bring out another Uh. little story. About 120 pages. And say, read, and I want a book report. Uh. You can't play with each other. Carm, I'm telling you. Can't Uh, play with each other. All they do is fight. you can't. I won't even let you look at each other. Put them face in the corner of the room. Even when they're playing some dumb video game or app in their... You know, playing it from their phones, but together, which everybody can do. Like, even that right. is fighting. I'm like, then why are you guys playing against each other if all you're going to do is fight and belittle one another? And I'm not going, I'm like, I'm not going old school parenting, you know, where you you bring the, you make the kid go out to the tree and, and, and pull down a twig. Get, pick out the switch. Yeah, he gets yeah. to pick his switch out. I'm not talking about that. Thank, thank goodness. I'm talking about the simple, hey. If you can't get along, I'm going to separate the two of you. No phones. There, there. No phones, no pads, no nothing. And, and it's get, you, get in the book. I go and let your imagination run, run wild because this is where you're going to be for two hours. Yeah. And, and, and if you move, may heaven help you. May the Lord come down here and take you if you move. Do you know what I'm saying? They need to know. an hour on if yeah, you move. No, no. Right. There needs to be serious repercussions. All then right. it's down into the cage, and then yeah, right. yeah, in the basement, car into the hole. You know. All right, here talking. we go. Let's uh, let's do it. It's time for Yurko's keys to the game. Brought to you by the great folks at the Verdoliac Law Group. How many millions is it, Yurko? Oh, sixty million or something. No, what, is it? what are we talking about? Nine, nine billion recovered. Nine billion. Sixty years, forty thousand clients. Some of them even my friends. Car. Unbelievable. Verdoliac Law Group. Eight four 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 VLG Law. Car. Wow. That's who brings you the uh, Yurko's keys to the game. God bless. Have, you know. Yes, the keys brought to you by the Verdoliac Law Group. Bears and Browns. Big Christmas party tomorrow, by the way. I won't say where. but Oh, you going? Nice. Oh, you kidding me? Nice. Of course I'm going to be there. They call it the mistake by the lake on the shores of Lake Erie in northeast Ohio. The Bears go to take on the Browns. Battle of the Rust Belt, Yurko. I ask you, what are the keys to the to the game? Carmen, I'm glad you asked. In a facility that I had played, I toiled and got things done. Did and toil. made some tackles out in that area. The mistake by the lake, beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. People don't give it a lot of respect, but I'm telling you, if you ever go to a White Sox-Cleveland Indians series, I think you'll find that the city is quite enjoyable to be out there. It's not. But it's not time for the Bears to enjoy anything that Cleveland has to offer because it's time to find a way to get a victory out there. Key number one. Carm, we're going to have to protect the football. Yeah. 
the, this team has been able to protect the football, and when they don't get turnovers, they give themselves a tremendous uh, chance of winning. When your quarterback is reckless and careless with the ball, that causes problems for the Bears and the Bears defense. So let's take care of the football. Key number two. Third down effectiveness for the offense. This team has been very effective over the course of time, specifically with the quarterback being able to run the ball to find a way to get first time. When under duress. When under duress. Believe it or not, Carm, that's going to happen this week. Yeah, They're going to be under duress. and The break's going to be beating the boys. And at some point, Justin Field is going to find a way to evade and get a first down for you. We're going to need to see that. There's nothing wrong with it. I love watching perfect offensive football. I love watching quarterbacks matriculate the ball up and down the field via the pass. But sometimes that is not afforded you. And if it's not afforded you, you've got to find a way just simply to win. And that's where this team is right now, just finding ways to win. So third down effectiveness is key. Cleveland's defense is number one in the NFL on I third understand. down, too. That's why it's very important. Key number three. <laughs> I need special teams play. I need some punt return. We've looked like uh, we've been close a little bit. We've been close a little bit. I've seen a return. Looks sexy. 22, 23 yards. I'd like to see us pop one this week. Or maybe a fake punt. You know, to steal a possession. Like steal that. a possession. Yeah. Not like get the ball and then run it into the line of scrimmage. I'm talking about one of them fancy passes from the punter. Yeah, like uh, the, the Eagles did last we week. We just saw that last week with the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Looking for something like that. This is the time. Okay. Desperate times call for desperate measures. You've got to find a way to win four games, all right? Yes, you do. Key number four. <laughs> Not that Yannick Nagakwe was a world beater when he was out there. But he was the only legitimate pass rushing threat you had for an existence of time. Uh, Montez Sweat, the pressure comes upon him now with Nagakwe out. Unless 94 or 95 find a way to step out at that defensive end position. There you go. But without 91, I think the Bears are better against the run. So I'm looking for 94 and 95 to step up to be able to replace the contributions that Nagakwe was getting you. Carmen, those are the keys to a Bears victory on the lakefront in beautiful, off of Lake Erie, by the way. That's what I said, Lake Erie. On the banks of Lake Erie. Shores of Lake Erie. Shores of Lake Erie. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Bears got Banks of a river, shores of a lake. Shores of a lake. What what about the ocean? I'd say shore. The beaches? That's a shore. Are they beaches? Yeah, that's a shore. Beaches? Banks are rivers. Yeah. Shores are. But, I mean, beaches. You could say the beaches. Yeah, you could say the beach. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't, I feel like that's not the proper nomenclature. Though. nomenclature. I think you say the shores. Yeah, the shores. Well, yeah. from the halls of the Montezuma to the shores, shores of right. Tripoli. Not the beaches of Tripoli. No, yeah. the shores of Tripoli. Yeah. All right, no, but we do say the beaches you. in Nor. They stormed the beach in Normandy. They did storm the beach in Normandy. So I don't know. I don't know which is the way. Yeah, they did storm the We should do an exhaustive study on this over the weekend yeah. and come back with all the examples over the course of a lifetime and present it to our audience who I'm sure they're care about the beaches and or the shores I'm sure of thrilled. any particular area. The first key you said, protecting the ball, yeah. was something I talked about early in the week when we think back to week 14 and the Browns holding on to win against the Jaguars. Browns got that win at home. Jaguars had... Better 
series success rate for the game. Had a lot of success down to down. Won a bunch of the battles in the advanced box score. But they turned it over four times. Cleveland got a little sloppy, too, and turned it over a few times. Yeah. But they won the turnover battle because Jayville turned it over four times. So I thought your first key is a good place to start and maybe the most important one. Yeah. If they're going to really be a live dog and if they're going to keep this thing going and they want us to believe and they think they're going to believe and they want to stay in the hunt, it really does start and finish with protecting the football this week because there's a path to having some sustained down-to-down and serious success rate just like Jacksonville did. You just can't turn it over four times and expect to win on the road. And Jayville didn't last week. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be impossible. Yeah, that, that it's it, you you make life a whole lot tougher on yourself. Can you figure out Jayville? No, I can't. I and really can't at all. I can't figure out Lawrence. I can't figure right. out Peterson right now. That I'm defense sorry, I gotta is get up. it's okay. That defense is backsliding. Are you all right? I, I don't know what's happening, but something has latched on to me and it's driving me crazy. I'm good now. Yeah, yeah. I can't uh, figure, I, I out, can't figure out either. But I, if you took a look. Earlier this year, they were playing somebody they should have beat the living H out of, and they didn't. Then all of a sudden they came back and went on a little bit of a win streak. And then when you expect them to be able to come out and say, okay, this is your time to shine, they find a way to shoot themselves in the foot every single time. And they're very inconsistent. Maybe that's the next step for them is their consistency level. You know, they've got to find a way to become a little bit more consistent. So Yeah. Like Trevor hasn't distanced himself from the rest in that draft class the way I thought he would. Now, I think he's the best one. Right. I mean, don't make no mistake. But I, I mean, thought at this point he would have established himself yeah. as one of the upper echelon quarterbacks in the league, and he's, he clearly has not done that. I don't that. think he's done that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's absolutely And, I mean, right. for a while there, he did have weapons, a number of them. He had Chris Jones. He still Jones. does. No, Chris Kirk. Uh, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Kirk's hurt right now. I mean, yeah. he's got Zay. He's got um, Evan Ingram. He's got Evan Ingram. Um you know, he's got Calvin Ridley, but he was not on the same page with his guys a couple of times. I thought Rid- Ridley's another one. Ridley can look like one of the best receivers in the league, and yeah. then he can look like he's not in the game. Yeah, like he's not even interested. Right, that's what I mean. Too. Yeah. And that's personal responsibility. <laughs> Absolutely. That's an individual's responsibility to be there and, uh, you know, to bring 100% of himself on every play, even when he's not the primary focus. Absolutely. Andre's so. in Frankfurt on ESPN 1000. What's going on, Andre? Good morning, fellas. Hey, Yurko, I have a question for you regarding the bear situation. Yeah. Uh, I consider you an expert. In reference to, if I would go back, I'm a little bit old, go back to the 84-85 Bears when they made a coaching change. My reference is this, hypothetical. Since the defense is playing extremely good, would you go ahead and fire him, you keep my defense coordinator, and you have somebody else come in and coach? Keep who as a defense coordinator? Eberflus? Yes. That'll never happen. Iberflus should never stay as just a defensive coordinator. You don't okay. fire the guy from the head coach and he'll say, oh, uh, but we want you to stay as a coordinator. He'll say, absolutely not. You fired me, you fired me. I've got nothing to offer you here. And then he'd just move on and he'd go someplace else. I was thinking that reference uh, in the way what the Bears did was uh, Buddy Ryan and Dicka. Well, Buddy and Dicka, so Dicka came in and they kept Buddy. Now, right. I've, I've been to places where they kept coaches from the previous staff um, but they stayed at the same position they were in. They weren't demoted. Yeah, coach is not going to get demoted to coordinator right. to stay on. That ain't so happen. when I left, okay. uh, yeah. when the Holmgren came Thanks, in, Andre. he kept Dick Gerard no as the defensive backs coach, yeah. and he kept Greg Blosh as the defensive line coach. So there are you know, coaches out there, they interviewed for it, and he liked them, and he kept both of them. Yeah. So 
right. you're not going to take a demotion. No way. No way. All right, coming up next. Do you mind if we get off football just for a minute? I yeah, I don't care. We can Bulls do whatever you want. There's actually a good story brewing with the Bulls, believe it or not. I know what number all that is, too. I know you do. 312-332-2376. Ring us up. Come by and see us. You can win Bears tickets. You've got about 45 minutes or so before we pull a winning name for the next home game. We're drinking Miller Lite. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings in Plainfield on Route 59. We'll be right back. This is the Football Feast at Buffalo Wild Wings in Plainfield. Brought to us by Miller Lite. This is the new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. All righty. Oh, man, a lot of... uh... Inquisitiveness out here today, Carl. Inquisitive minds want to Inquisitive know. minds. A lot of people want to know about Eberflus. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? What happens? I Listen, it'll play out the next four weeks. If this team goes 9-8, and eight, Carm, no, I, yeah, and, I they, and they make the playoffs. By the way, something I heard a little bit earlier today, and I want to share it with you. Is this breaking news? No. Oh. Why, why the hell would it? Did I present it as breaking news? I, is it what you were just telling me in the break? No. Oh, sorry. No. Okay. If this team goes 9-8, and eight, they only have a 62% chance of making the playoffs. That's correct. Okay, so why? Because some of the tiebreakers that they end up losing against teams that are 6-7. and seven, That's correct. That are with them if they find a way to get there. But as I looked at it throughout the scheduling, it's hard for a slew of teams to end up 9-8 and eight that are currently 6-7. and seven. Okay. You know, we're 5-8. and eight. Right. Easier for them because they only have to go 3-1. and one. But some of the schedules got guys knocking each other off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So one will get a victory, one will get a loss. Naturally, they'll find a way to go ahead and, uh, and get down by the wayside. Hmm. But even if they go 9-8, and eight, only a 62% chance of getting in the playoffs. I did see that. Yeah. That's, that's a little less than two out of three. Yes, it is. But, hell, find out what it's going to happen. Find out what has to happen. Get to nine victories, and then we'll end up letting us settle where it settles to see if the Bears make it or not. Uh, but if they go 9-8, and eight, you fire Coach Eberflus, and you get rid of well, your listen, quarterback. They, they, Let me tell you something. Whoever you draft and whoever you bring in, 9-8 and eight now is the expectation. They fired Lovey after a 10-win season. Yeah, but come on now. I know. It was, are, it was different. I mean, you're, like, you're, doing, you're doing what everybody does. They were 7-1 and one that year. Yeah. 7-1 and one that year. Plus, I think they were looking at that point for no, an excuse to remember, move on to. No, remember. No, it's 7-1, and the one thing Lovey wanted after going 7-1 and one was a contract extension. Mm. That's what he was talking about, a contract extension. And then who got hurt? Uh, Jay. Jay Cutler got hurt. Broke, what happened? Broke his thumb. They went 7-6. and six. Yeah. They lost five games in a row, and then they won their final games. Yes. Right? Yeah. Was it seven and six, or they were eight and six at some point? I think they were, and then they won their final two games to go ten uh, and six. But yeah, to go, 10 they and lost six. Yeah. every. The, even if they went ten and six, they knew they couldn't make the playoffs. Yes, because they lost every tiebreaker that specific like year. Like the week seventeen game, if I'm remembering, didn't even matter, right? Because they lost in week sixteen. Yeah, week sixteen didn't matter. Week seventeen didn't matter. Yeah. They both didn't matter. Oh, they, they lost both not every matter? important tiebreaker in that been. that losing streak they had. Well, people, and plus it was the 10th year of Lovey. Well, the 10th year of Lovey, everybody right, yeah, was getting true. a little long in the tooth. That's true. Erlacher was getting older. Briggs was getting older. All these guys were getting older. And it really wasn't fair. You should have, I, I would have brought Lovey back for a couple more years to let it play out with all his guys. You know, with Olin, with, uh, 
with Erlacher, with Briggs, yeah, with Peanut. Yeah. Let those guys play it out till to, to, to dry. You know what I'm saying? And then if you're a smart general manager, you're moving people at the end, trying to get some draft you know, stuff for them. And then if you're going to get, get rid of coaches, you get rid of coaches. But people forget how that 10-6 and six year went. It was 7-1, and 1-5, one, that's, that's one and, and then they finished 2-0 and oh when they didn't have a chance to do crap at the end of the year. It was over. This would be the opposite. Well, it'd be the opposite, but, you know, if they finish 8-9, and nine, Carm, Look, and they, 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 lose this game, they lose this game against Cleveland, yeah. and then you win three meaningless games at the end of the year. Not as a, but they're not as meaningless when your team trying to learn how to win. When your team that's already won and you win meaningless games, then you're not trying to learn how to win with that group. You're just winning meaningless games at the end of the season. So, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But you brought it up. They fired Lovey Smith, Tennessee. But it's got a whole lot of nuance to that season that you got to go over to understand exactly where the Bears were at the time. Uh, Bulls won last night in Miami. They had a huge lead. Almost coughed it all up, but uh, held on and won. 124, 116. The only thing I wanted to say is, well, first of all, poor Alex Caruso can't stay healthy. And I don't know if it's What's the, his problem now. He's hurt again. He left in the first quarter again last night. He didn't play just, the game before. Just He missed the last three, I think, and then came back last night. He's hurt again. And what, it's an what, ankle, so that's problematic. And that's going to be hard as they look to trade him. By the way, trades can really officially start happening tomorrow in the NBA. At least the guys that December signed. December 16th. Yeah, 15th, right? Is, oh, I'm today today. The 15th. Today. Yeah, today's the 15th. That's when the guys who sign in the offseason are eligible to be traded. So, But um, the good story happening here is Kobe White without Zach Levine playing. And Kobe being entrusted to score. Um, look, I still there, there are things that I don't think Kobe will ever thrive at in terms of being a pure point guard and like a great facilitator. But, man, Kobe as a scorer, uh, 26 and 11 last night. His numbers over his last nine games are crazy good. He's averaging a career high 17 points per game. Uh, career high 428. Uh, that's his percentage, 42.8 uh, percent from distance. He's averaging a career high true shooting percentage of right around 60 percent. He's got a career high player efficiency rating of 14.8. And I know that's not going to like totally blow you out of the water, but. Kobe, and you got to remember he was so young when he came in. He was 19 that rookie year. Kobe's only 23. And he's the best he's looked, the best he's played. He's averaging almost five assists a game. He's averaging over three and a half rebounds a game. Um, He flirted with a triple-double last night. Like, that's the one good story in what uh, seems like is going to be a little bit of a lost season for the Bulls, even though they've played better lately. They really kind of buried themselves early on. But Kobe's development has been, like, real and nice and enjoyable and I, I you know i don't know if we're looking to put things in the positive column for that regime over there right now but this would certainly be one of them on all accounts some scouting some player development is fourth billy year for, donovan fourth year yeah for kobe yeah he's actually kind of coming to his own a little bit what does it mean because he was stuck on know. the bench for a while he was yeah then Io actually came in and kind of kind of supplanted him, yeah, a little bit. That rookie year, remember? Yeah. And now Kobe's come back. But Kobe's showing you that he can be a really, really high level scorer. I think in this league again. What does that mean? I don't know. I mean, for this team or somebody else is, you know, you don't want to give up on young guys like Kobe. I mean, I get that. He, and make no mistake about what I'm saying. Kobe's not going to 
emerge into some sort of superstar that they need. That ain't going to happen. But I, I guess if, again, you're looking for some positives to pick out of what this regime has done and what this coaching staff has done, there have been a lot of failures, but Kobe's a hit right now. Um, and that's good. That's a good story. And Kobe looks like a player that you would like to keep around, that you can add other pieces to and say, this is a nice, valuable piece on our team right. and a solid part of, you know, call it our, our best five, six-man rotation. You know, Kobe potentially is playing like uh, a guy that could fit into that. Of course, you need to surround him with other star players. But we all know that's Zach, what Kobe's yeah. kind of emerged as. We all know opinion. Levine can score. Yes. Right. Why is it that Kobe White can't be successful playing with Zach Levine? Probably just it comes back to too many... Too many balls and not, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just. Too many players, not enough balls. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm That's sorry, what yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, not enough the balls. Ball goes, the, yeah, the ball goes to die in certain places. Yeah. I'd probably say that's that's the biggest culprit of all of it. I don't know, maybe there's some mindset with him, too, where he's just playing a little bit more free and easy, and it's like, Kobe, go score. Zach's out, we need you to score. Go score. Tack the rim. You know, he's been very good finishing around the rim, been very good playing around the rim. Um, you know, he's been, the, the three-point shooting uh, is the highest it's ever been in his career. And is it does the ball move better without Levine? Yeah, and there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, Zach gets Zach takes bad shots. Is he Zach in, takes a lot yeah. of bad shots? Is he incapable of of understanding what the offense is? He's ten years and in what the it league. Should be yeah. He's ten years in the league, and he is who he is, and he is who he is, and he's another guy that can really score. And some team around this in this league might look at that and value it. I would think that someone does. Um, but there's no changing what Zach Levine is. He's been in this league too long. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to be different. It's not. And he's gotten paid doing what he's done. Exactly. And so, that's take bad shots, score right. a lot, but take a lot of bad shots. Yeah. I hate to interrupt this uh, great, great, riveting Bulls conversation. Thank but we have you. the Bears injury report. Oh, oh right. what do you have? Uh, Jaquan Brisker was limited in practice. He's questionable. So he went that's from did good. not practice yesterday to limited today. So DJ Moore good. is a full participant, also questionable. Uh, Equiminius St. Brown did not practice again. He is out for the game. That was not a surprise. The big news there is Brisker, uh, and that's good that he was upgraded and that he's now listed as questionable. DJ Moore was trending in a better place all week after originally popping up on Wednesday. Uh, so you feel good about that. But Brisker now questionable for the game on Sunday. Anything from the Browns? Was there a designation for Denzel Ward? Did you guys see? Not yet. That'll come out in a little bit. Okay, we'll see what that looks like, too. That's Eastern time, too. You figure that they would have put that out. Yeah, I know. Already. I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested to see if there. Denzel Ward's going to play, if he's going to return to action this week. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up at 2. Mike North has the bonus play next. Today's live broadcast of the Carmen and Yurko Show is brought to you by the letter F. It's Friday. We're having fun. We're super excited about football. Very good, class. And let's not forget food. Yummy. Put it all together now. It's a Friday football feast. Brought to you by Miller Lite and Buffalo Wild Wings on ESPN Chicago.
Kevin Miller light toast in a few minutes. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia, too. Let's get out to the car. It's Tyron Auto Guest Hotline. Say hi to Mike North. He joins us every Friday for the bonus play. New episode of The Odds Couple, ready and waiting on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Mikey, happy holidays. What's going on? Happy holidays to you guys, man. Everything's going on. We're getting ready. We finally broke a two-game losing streak last week with the bonus play, yeah. guys. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, and then the tradition, uh, back in uh, the day uh, with Carmen and Yurko, back when we started the bonus picks, you know, when uh, I was starting to move, I'd uh, come up with the coveted small college pick uh, right. that that people latched on to. And we went on, I remember, about a three, four-game winning streak. I got two today, but I got a small college game tonight at 6 o'clock. No, nothing about these two except during the Alamo, the, this man was very, very present, if you will, and he's one of the greats to come up out of Texas, Sam Houston is playing Texas State tonight, Carmen. I know you'll have the TV on. Uh, Yerk will look at it from the corner of his eye. Sam Houston minus four and a half against Texas State plus four and a half. Take Texas State plus the four and a half. Don't ask me to name anybody on the team. Don't ask me to say where they're playing. I have no idea. And then the next play is an NFL play. <clears throat> they've had a bye, but they've had to sit on a bad loss where they gave up 30 points. And uh, I'll tell you what, the Washington Redskins, uh, or if you will, excuse me, the Washington Commanders will be taking on uh, the Rams. The Rams just went through a gut-wrenching loss mm-hmm. at Baltimore. Uh, Washington, uh, not with as good a record, who's going to come out and play? Uh, the Rams have a slight chance of getting into the playoffs. In fact, it's the NFC. Who knows? Uh, but they're minus six and a half. It could be up to seven. Take Washington plus the seven. And those are our two picks, guys. Washington plus the seven. And then Texas State, a little college play for tonight, plus four and a half. Excellent, Mikey. Thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend. You too, guys. Take care. We'll see you All later. Right, There's Mike North at North to North. I, I on believe Twitter. that's one double A football, if I'm not mistaken. Sam Houston State. That oh basketball though. He was oh, he's doing basketball. basketball. Okay, I, I thought we were going football. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa. he did uh, college basketball and because uh, you've only got Division One basketball. That's all you really have. Yes, you know. With well, I mean, those, you have. Well, one double A schools become Division One schools right. when it comes to basketball, like EIU, Eastern Illinois, yeah. Illinois State. They all become Division One basketball right, programs. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. Somebody did, uh, has sent something up did here. We, do we do our call to the post? We got to do a uh, yeah. call to the post. We got to do a call to the post. We got to we got to give out uh, one of the callers. Gentlemen, we already did it. We played yeah, we already did it, guys. You guys were having fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's why I'm winner. asking. I need a little smart asses. We I'm asking. Are, uh, Whoa. I'm, I'm in the, can I, am I allowed to go to the bathroom? I mean, yeah. Jesus. You didn't know Christ. that. I should have reminded you. Carmen. I'm asking for a specific Carmen. reason. That's my fault. Smart asses. I should have reminded it's you. Not your, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I'm mad at the two smart asses back at the shop. Our winner is Gabe, who is who's won everything here at ESPN Chicago. Gabe is our winner. Gabe's our qualifier. Right, he wins one hundred fifty dollars to Twinspire, a gift card to Twinspires, and Carm. he is qualified for the Woodford trip. Carm, have a great vacation. Okay. All right, Carm, hey. have a good week, man. Unbelievable. Don't take the Lord's dude. name in vain. All we did All right. was say that uh, we did it already. All right. Next time, how about yeah, we did it. Thanks. We just I said we did said it that. already. I should have okay. said it, Carm. I should have said it. All right, we got to do a salute or a toast. Smart what do we got to do? <laughs> Ballsy smart asses, I tell you. Well, you got to love them, you know? You got to love do. them. You do. You do have to love yeah. us. All, All right. right. What do we got go here, Carm? Go do whatever you want to do. I don't really care. Carm, no, we got to do a toast, don't we? No, we do that off the air. Oh, we do that off the air. Look, I already cracked a beer. 
How about we do a regular toast? What do you think? You can do whatever you want. Who sent you some stuff? Uh, our guy Piero, Seta, the Seta brothers sent us a little something. Uh, what did they send? Well, a little something that, uh, you know, comes from the cactus. Oh, from the cactus. All right. Comes from the, the, agave. the agave. Oh, my God. You oh, can, oh, you get that yeah. even close and you can smell it. Hello, how are you? Is, oh, yeah. is it some really, like, good It's exceptional. It's, um, I don't Clean know. Out those sinuses yeah, there, but. I think it's uh, on special today. Pepe Lopez. Yeah, silver, right? Pepe Lopez, silver. Mm. Top notch. Boy, that'll get the old stomach curtain, won't it? Mm. Are you okay? <laughs> Man, I can't kick You're this my cough. Guy. I'll I tell know. you. I got it too. You know, it's I got like the, it's hanging around. But my for me, I got the sniffles. That's what I got is the sniffles. sniffles. The yeah. cough is all right. I slept like an angel last I night. I slept pretty well, actually. I got Don't... to bed, no cough, no nothing, nothing, nothing. Woke up this morning, jumped in the shower. I felt great. I slept the best I slept all week because I was so sick, obviously. I really didn't yeah. sleep at all last weekend right? and early in the week. And I did sleep pretty well, but the cough keeps. Every once in a while, like, I'll wake up and I'm coughing hysterically in the middle yeah. of the night. It's like, jeez. I can't wait. Get some sleep for tomorrow. You know, I'm going to tell you why. You get soccer in the morning. Uh, yeah. And then you get the NFL well, three pack NFL tomorrow too. And now they're starting to sh- uh, show German Bundesliga on ESPN and ABC Television. I, I gotta do uh, so you get some of the Bundesliga action, which you never see. The minute they sign their contract with ESPN, uh, it's like you went into the abyss. I gotta be honest. As much as I, I enjoy soccer, but not like you guys, I, I can't watch that. That's it does nothing for me. I don't. It's early in the morning. Nothing gets me. You know, my blood curdling a little more, or you know, percolating. Then watching some soccer at six thirty in the morning. I think the first bowl game tomorrow starts at ten o'clock our time. Yeah, or think, no, right? I think ten a.m. our time tomorrow. Eight a.m. is the first one. No, not eight a.m. Oh, that can't I be. I think it's eight a.m. I think eleven o'clock. Oh, you know what? It's, East. Yeah, it's eight yeah. a.m. Pacific. Yes, correct. Ten o'clock Eastern, so nine o'clock our time. Yeah. I believe it is the first bowl. Well, game. First of seven games, by the way, tomorrow. College uh, there's a huge games. slate tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, you know, none of it's all that. You know, so you got to remember it's the Pool and Weeder Bowl tomorrow, right? <laughs> what do we got? The Blue Bonnet Bowl? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The uh, UCLA Boise State game is pretty good. That's uh, one of the games towards the end of the day. And, that, and what that'll be the game, one to watch. What tomorrow. bowl game is that? The Starco Bowl? That is the SoFi Stadium something bowl. That's the Starco right. Brands Bowl from SoFi. Oh, the Starco yeah. Brands Bowl. What is Starco yeah. Brands? I have no idea. Nobody knows. Waddle and Sylvia are coming up next. We'll cross talk with the fellas in. Uh, two minutes, and let's go to the chat. What are we getting and in the chat rooms? And let's see who's got the final word. Who's got the final word? Is it in the chat? Oh, guys, be somebody's, careful back there. Somebody's got the final word, and we'll be back in two minutes.